Hello everyone, in my first episode, I would like to introduce you to Neil. I've known Neil over a decade now. We started as colleagues and then became friends. We've traveled together, had countless meals together, watched movies together. And always, whether we've met after three months or even two years, we always began our interactions as if we were in the middle of a never-ending conversation. Neil and I both started our careers as instructional designers, but over the years, Neil has moved on to technical writing while I steered towards learning and talent development. A man of few words, but great wisdom, here is Neil sharing his experience like never before. Yeah, yeah this is much better. Okay, okay. I think, yes. yes. <laughs> I think we'll have to start again <laughs> because I have your recordings, but I think you're sounding kind of low in those. So, okay. Let's go. I'll okay. edit this portion. So let's just start again. So we'll just say, okay. Hi, Neen. How are you doing? Hi, Devya. All good. How are you? I'm doing good, yeah. So tell me, how was the past year working from home? The past one year for me has been, like you can say, up and down. Because okay. initially I was working from home for like four years. Okay. And I wanted to get back on the field. So I left the work from home job for an in-office job. Okay. And working for working for after one year, you had the pandemic coming in, and we were all shunted back home. So it's like a U-turn for me back to work from home. But why don't you like work from home? I mean, is it is it even better that you're not spending so many hours traveling in a day? It is. You save up on traveling, but then uh, the thing is, when you're working from home, you're expected to be always available and online. Oh. And that's one thing. And the second thing is, like, when you're out, your kids and family are like, okay, he's gone to office and he's there. And when you come home, like, you can spend time with them. Okay. But, Good. yes, but now when we're at home, kids are like, you are here, but you're not with us. So are you yeah. ignoring us? So oh, it okay. takes a negative turn with them. I guess there's too many distractions with, uh, obviously, with your two kids and everyone else at home. Yes. Okay, got that. So you prefer not working from home. Yes. All right. Okay. Now, in terms of the work that we do, we are you're in technical writing, of course. Yeah. How's the change in the past year? Are we doing something differently than what we were doing before COVID? According to me, are uh, we doing more? But at the same time, we are doing less. As in more hours more work and everything but a lot of that work goes in patching up for all the disturbances that come in and all the issues with networks with internet electricity going out hmm. and also communicating as in when you're in office all of them in the same room you have a problem you just go sit down with the developer sort it out in five minutes is done whereas you're spending you... more time yes trying to trying get to the connect work done yeah trying okay. to connect okay got that so you would prefer your whole team to be in one place so that everything moves faster yes coordinating gets very easy like if uh, you have a dev and qa you have to check with qa dev then you need to probe all of them in the same meeting so all that hassles are out when you're in office right you can just like right. okay you have a problem next person turn around answer it and get it done then and there okay but okay, so you would rather be the old normal rather than get 
comfortable with the new normal over here that everybody has who can folks like working from home yes right per se technical writing is an ideal job to work from home but when right. you are closely knitted with dev and you have deadlines and all to go in that's where the hit comes in others if you have your own deadline and you have your timelines and you hmm. can work a lot on your own like in reviewing if you have to create the content and all the stuff then it's fine but so maybe it's just the initial hiccups haven't they settled down by now because everybody's been working from a year now right you um, you're in a half everybody has got into that rhythm by now folks should be into that rhythm of being able to be available for zoom calls or available for teams calls or are yes. there still hiccups no there are hiccups technical issues are a lot okay. as in networks going out power outages right Right. So, like the infrastructure is not supportive or conducive for work from home in India as yet. I'll say. Okay, got that. Got that. So, any new trends that you see? I mean, I know digital writing. You may how how is digital writing different now in terms of things were online before as well, right? Yes. Ah, uh, one thing I've noticed as uh, even though we had less trainings. i have noticed like the trainings that are happening are more forceful as in okay. earlier see since i was in the writing domain i know all the nooks crannies and how to bypass and just get to the ending or you can call it the assessments and clear of the test correct. and all this stuff correct correct so as things have progressed and technology they want you to go to the entire course so now they have like patched up all those loopholes so hmm. a good thing is a uh, good or bad as you can see it it's hmm. like you have to go through the entire course there's Which no way to skip earlier as well right i mean e- if you have a forced linear navigation then obviously everybody had to go to each and every page for a training for any training for that matter right yeah. we done those courses in nineridge yes but it was more flexible as in there were loopholes to bypass all of that okay Okay, got that. Which I think I'm not giving up those loopholes. That those also will close. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. So, do you see this going ahead in the future? Is learning going to be obviously online, but yeah. they will make sure that everybody is uh, reading all the slides or reading all the content and have that post navigation moving yes. forward. Okay. That's that's that, and yes, it will go on. and many families are opting to go in for the online learning also mm-hmm. uh but uh, my wife's a teacher so i've seen the good and bad side from both sides like like me from the online and she is like in the offline environment so mm-hmm. for in the offline environment like schools and all it's like a hit over there mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. what happens is you have teachers they could communicate one on one with kids mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you have this non verbal cues which the teachers used to pick up and get in through which child is not doing well and all the stuff so right. all those things are missing out see okay. as when you are an adult and you are doing the course see, we are doing courses because we want to learn so there's that right. internal initiative which is already there correct but, yeah true. yeah but with children or even if you are forced to do the course it's like that internal initiative is not there so that needs to have the non verbal cues which pull you in kinds to get you into learning right. So it might not work for all audiences, is what you're saying. But I'm yes. specifically asking for us as corporate learning and the learnings that we are creating for the clients. 
everything is virtual obviously because ielts are i mean we are not going to have classroom or instructor led trainings for some time at least to come yeah. right so in your technical i can speak for learning and development and instructional design yeah. uh, we are moving to a more vild virtual instructor led uh, kind of sessions or webex sessions where we will give you the support but the training per se is happening only virtually how is that different for technical writing folks because you are creating user manuals and uh, quick start guides whatever be the case those are anyway documentations how are we move and they can be uploaded online yeah so, as part of support so how is that different now uh yeah i'm getting kind of stuck on this one but then <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, because in, you have yeah everyone's now, everyone's right? yeah we are all going in that direction so it's like mm-hmm. more work for the writers per se because okay. earlier you had to just do the technical documentation that's it but then okay. some clients they need other forms of uh, like you know there are different forms of styles of learning right so some of them want visual cues and all that so then now as a technical writer apart from your basic understanding the tool and writing you also need to create videos vignettes and all these other forms of training right. yes yeah, so the amount of work increases drastically in this kinds but don't you think the learning will also improve that way earlier we would just give you a quick start guide or uh, to a product and we would assume the and given the right steps and all the diagrams and all the images accordingly but it was a lot still left to the uh, person who's buying a product to product service and we uh, i'm only talking about the lion bridge reference that we we to had that we used okay. to work on yeah and it used to be left pretty much to the person who's reading it to figure it out if they couldn't they could then get in touch with support but now that we are you are creating support documents in terms of uh, videos or in terms of uh, infographics or whatever be the case that's like an added to whatever your content yeah. offering so it's a better way because then i guess hopefully they should be calling support a little bit less then it's Custom. it is it is partly better but hmm. then uh, having many different forms of telling the same thing it also increasing see i guess we have all the information everywhere hmm. whatever the user needs but hmm. user wants like a right in time approach like when he right. stuck on a problem yes. he wants just that part of it okay. so to right. go through this entire heap of things which is in front of him and then he has to figure out like more choices also create issues right hmm. Hmm. so hmm. then i guess we are going to be hitting that block soon we can't customize everything yes we can't customize true. everything for the user so giving him more choices we tend to confuse them at times okay and Got another and another thing is giving them hand holding them at see uh, take the i know the world is changing but hmm. take our cases when we were kids if we hmm. wanted to add to numbers like the basic example you used to pull out a paper and write on those numbers and do the calculation hmm. now you just whip up your mobile or anything and you do the calculation so we are tending to dumb down the users also i can say i know oh. it's a harsh word but hand holding them too point. much yeah. yes yeah it's a fair point we are making it uh, too user friendly is what you're saying yeah they're not really using the 
ఇంకోటి But mm-hmm. if you point them where exactly they go, they miss out the bigger picture and the other features or facilities that are available to them. Right. Got that. Got that. So they're so busy learning the simpler things that yes. they're not really spending time trying to figure out the difficult to, ones. To catch you on speed, it does help you. All yeah. these modes. But then in the long run, if you go to see to use it to the full effectiveness or efficiency, we tend to miss out on that. Something as simple as an iPhone, I guess, right? I mean, we know yeah. the basic uses. We are not really... I, at least in my case, I'll tell you, I'm not using it to the optimum. I'm sure there are much more better ways to use the iPhone than just the basics that I am basically yeah, using. Yeah, that's the... Yeah. Yeah, right. Got that. Fair point. So, what's your favorite type of learning creation? As in, it could be anything. You've done instructional design. Now you're doing full-time technical writing what has been i mean would you be you had the most fun creating a uh, lot of it it's very difficult to pinpoint something hmm. one thing in particular but if you go to see the best one is like uh it's the vignette courses kinds which i created way back in lion bridge hmm. when you had these dialogues and you had to time time the dialogues and also the flow and have it like a multi kind of a thing okay they okay. were called the bpd courses kinds those are fun to create okay okay why in the sense because there were scenarios or there were yes, characters and the and challenge that. the challenge it was like the more you do it the more you uh, kind of get better at it okay got that got that okay now uh so you and i both have worked in landbridge for quite some time uh, we always yeah. had some fun client of fun situation hmm. that we that basically made it fun to work i mean our jobs are not fun every day all the time but there are instances sometimes which make it fun to do what we are doing any funny stories or funny client interactions that you can recall client interaction the mute button is the best button you can say okay <laughs> so many times either you or the client has forgotten to press the mute button and then they go on upping good or bad about the opposite party and then okay. you do not know what to do <laughs> okay that's fun uh, do you remember a particular incident or a particular storyboard that's kind of a similar thing happened now lately like uh, okay. in the current company where i'm working on Uh, since everything's work from home and zoom and all this stuff we had mm. some newbies joining the team we had to train them okay, okay? and uh, i taught them something and they were like can we record the session hmm so i started the recording taught them all hmm. the steps and then hmm. they were like we need to we can practice can we just continue in the same meeting room i was like hmm. okay cool and i popped out of the room hmm and i don't know they were online for about half an hour an hour more and two hours later i get the zoom this thing that your recording is ready okay 
so i was like wondering like i didn't did i create a recording or no i was busy at my work so i just said i'll just check it out maybe it's something i had some training or something i can crop it up and post it hmm. for the future for the new joinees guys correct and that's when the fun begins so first you had the recording with all three of us and then after you had me going out and then you had the two newbies going on and on about who's the better trainer and what are the advantages and disadvantages Ouch. of working with everyone out <laughs> and they were totally unaware of it that it was recorded <laughs> and did they have nice things to say about you or no yeah they had luckily they had but i uh, but i could not share the recording with the rest of the team kinds okay. you should keep a clip of it for your performance operation <laughs> yeah okay that that's funny any uh, so lots of people now suddenly i don't know if you realize there's this huge demand for technical writers instructional designers so like the market is like flooded with calls yes. i'm sure you must be getting calls from our ex companies as well right many yeah so many what would you tell people who want to join our industry and be part of this huge family that we are currently belonging to uh firstly uh technical writing is like not for everyone kinds okay. if you really like it then go for it a mm-hmm. uh, reason being many of them uh, look at it i know it is it has its own ups and downs but many mm-hmm. of them look down on technical writing it's like given the last bench like mm-hmm. if you have even the development everything mm-hmm. goes in and in the last week like you have okay we have to get on the documentation kinds right Right. So that's that has its own challenges, and but has the mindset changed off late? I mean, thanks to COVID, I'm not sure whether we should be thanking COVID, but at least in some aspects of it, because of COVID and because everything go going virtual and because people companies are scrambling to get all their training and upskilling everybody online only. somewhere at least the importance of what we've been doing in that sense is slightly good it is a little bit of recognition yes it has gained a, a lot of recognition i can say but then i see it as a temporary jump kinds okay so you so are coming yes. for just experience yes uh, because eventually and there's lots of thing like many of them freelance kinds per se mm-hmm. so they take wherever in whichever domain they can jump into writing they get in mm-hmm. they get a feel of it and then they go to all these online institutes where they create course contents and all that stuff for kiddies per se hmm hmm edtech hmm. so, is big now yeah yes but then that's uh, what do you call it they need to be cautious for that because once mm. schools open right now many of them are going for online content just because there's no other option correct correct but at the end of the day when all the schools open parents will definitely send their kids back to school hmm and then the demand for all this will reduce so then there'll be a hit back to all the ones who jump fast kinds okay so they need to be just cautious enjoy the journey and if you're truly committed then uh, pick a domain and stick to it kinds don't just because the new gen if you go to see they jump for position and money right so they right. need to be a little cautious on that front if they want to survive in the long run things and which, not get a bad taste of tech writing gives which makes sense you know someone like you and i we've been in the industry for what over a decade now yeah 
why do you think you've stuck around so long because you've had options you've done your mba you have an in it background yes mca too now so right. awesome so then one, yeah one reason is because uh it when i needed it it gave me the flexibility for uh the work life balance kinds right so okay. if you want to be like uh, if you want to be like on a hands on dad and or mom and also mm-hmm. work then mm-hmm. technical writing is for you okay so it's not it can't just be convenience because you started on this way before you got married and had kids right yes so then what was the first thing that attracted you to you to this because i met in nainbridge and you were already with some past experience if i'm not yes, mistaken yes yes for so, me it was a learning curve like i was okay. in the commerce background hmm i had finished mcom kinds and hmm. it was uh, the you can say a benefit or a dis- advantage or disadvantage i scored very well okay so whenever and it uh, writing is part of it it's like a science field kinds if you can Correct. say science domain so right. everywhere I went for jobs into programming. I wanted to become hmm. a programmer initially. I started out for that. Hmm. But all of them were reluctant to take me as a programmer because uh, I was like in the top cream in finance. So they were like, you'll just join in and if you get a finance job, you'll skip out. So they were skeptical okay. to take me on board. Okay. So it was a tough thing to get onto the work boat. And hmm. then a friend helped me out. She was into print content. She said, Hmm. Why need to try your hand at writing? At least hmm. you'll be in the IT domain. Hmm. And I started writing, and it was good, and I really loved it. So okay. then, the first project which I had was writing a book on Red Hat Linux. So it okay. was awesome. The second book was assembling a computer. That okay. was even awesome. So then, okay, it was my kind cup of tea of, after that. Yes. Okay. Kind of stuck around with it then. Yeah. Okay. any aspect i mean you've already spoken about loving it and liking the flexibility that it gives you which is your work life balance how do you see yourself another maybe 2 years 3 years down the line are you going to continue doing this till the time you're ready to like put your feet up or is there something more that you think you can do in this specific field only uh initially even when i was working in linebridge my initial plan after working in the writing domain was to work in the writing field for say like about 5 6 years hmm. and get the id and the writing experience hmm. then jump into programming till i was like 45 55 and then settle back down into writing so you have hmm. the best of both worlds correct but now as time went in it's like uh it's grown into me and i don't think so i'm going to kick off my shoes in writing but in that sense like even i know i was an id and i was a technical writer with you in linebridge as well uh, but to move forward i mean in id obviously you've left instructional design you're yeah. concentrating only on Tech technical writing. writing now but is writing the only thing or do you want to push do you want to no. do something else because for me i I did training and development for almost what eighteen uh, plus years. Now I'm doing something which is slightly different, which is where I am uh, building up a center of excellence. So it's it's like it's kind of adding to what you've been doing all these years. 
and taking your experience and putting doing putting it as a not just at a trainer or training or in development level but now you're taking it at an org level and doing something slightly at a higher end compared to what we've been doing at least i've been doing all this while so for you what is that thing can you just want to do technical um, writing only no it that was my mindset till about a year back you can say and okay. now i am thinking of pursuing or looking at the other domains and everything because it's like when you're on writing you work on one road per se but if you Correct. like what you said by diversify you mm. step up and you can see a bigger map and there's a lot more right. you can help out and support right so, so when you're saying other options what do you mean i mean within tech writing or is it talking about other domains of writing like instructional design learning no i have not yet narrowed down to it i'm still okay. figuring out which would be better for me and also for everyone else per se okay fair enough so how i mean i just assumed you've got a decade of experience what's your actual experience in it's uh, like a, a total in all different forms of writing it's like nearly 18 Wow. Okay. So oh, like, really? Yeah. Print. Okay. Then the line bridge one, learning okay. and development and everything. Yeah. Then tech writing. Okay. Okay. Got that. So you've seen the three. I mean, you've seen the domains that yes. there are to offer anyways. Including okay. the reviewing domain. That's also. <laughs> That's. That I wouldn't call that a domain, but okay, <laughs> if you want to stretch the truth a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. So this was fun. Any other fun tales that you have in mind? Did we have any at line bridge that we can't remember right now? Uh, the fun part of writing you missed that out. It's like every weekend someone throws in an image and everyone captions and use their writing skills to put someone up or pull them down or how. Like a memes truth. kind. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Okay. That's... So you do that currently in your organization? I mean, how does it work? Uh, no, no. I I feel it's that's better handled or dealt with by the higher ups. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. All right. Cool, Neil. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank this you. This was great chatting up with you and catching up with you. We yeah, definitely. Do this more often. Yes. You should start different teams, and we can help out over there too. Sure, sure, <laughs> definitely. I will. I'll think about it for sure. Oh. All right, cool. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 Take care.